Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Praise the Lord. We give thanks to God who has kept us and is still continuously keeping us. We're grateful for all his benefit that he has bestowed upon us. We thank him for another great Sunday as um, our online service. Um, we, we just, we're just so privileged to have the opportunity to share the word of God in your homes. And we know that as you get involved and tune in, and receive God's word for you, your life will be transformed and your life will be changed for good in the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this glorious day. We thank you for the things that you are doing in our life. We thank you for another great Sunday that you have given unto us. Lord, we are privileged to stand before the great people of God to share your word. And we know that the entrance of your word gives light. It gives illumination. So I pray in the name of Jesus that everyone that has tuned in, everyone that is listening to this message, Lord, their hearts will be transformed. Lord, they will receive a revelation from you and cause them to do that which you have called them to do to the glory of your name in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, that these ones will not be hearers only, but they will be hearers and doers of your word. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to speak to you today, encouraging you that God's promise to you is secured. The Lord has promised us in his word. But I want you to understand that his promise in his word is for everyone. But there are specifics that from time to time is revealed to you. So I'm talking to you personally that God's promise to you is secured in we're going to be doing reading some scriptures and so be part of it and you know get involved open your bible and read with us so we're going to uh, our first scripture is going to be second peter chapter 3 second peter chapter 3 you guys that are doing this um you, Probably you, you've got it on your phone already, so i just go ahead and read it so quick. Um, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, it says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some count slackness, as some count slackness but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God's promise to us is not slack. God is not slack concerning his promise. 
His promise to us is always yes. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, it says, Hebrews 11, verse 11 says, By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promise. Sarah judged God faithful who has promise. I'm saying to you, the promises of God to you is secured. When God say, says something, you can, you can be reassured that it's going to happen. His promise to you is secure. There's security in God's word. Romans chapter 9. Romans chapter 9. Verse 9 says, For this is the word of promise. Romans 9, 9 says, For this is the word of promise. At this time I will come and Sarah shall have a son. This is the word of promise. God's promise is secured. Amen. And Luke chapter 1. Luke 1. Luke chapter 1. Let me scroll on. Thank you, Lord. Verse 37 says, For with God nothing will be what? Impossible. For with God nothing will be impossible. Luke 18:27 says that things which are impossible with men are possible with God. God's word to you is secured. God's promise to you cannot change, will not change. Your responsibility is to only think of what God has said. You should only think on, on what God has said. You should only meditate on what God has said. And you should only look at what God has said. If you think on what God has said, if you meditate on what God has said, if you focus, that is looking at what God has said, his word, his promise that he has said to you is secured. Now, I want you to get it. His promise to you. His promise is secured to, uh, in, the, in his word. But personally, the one he has said to you, you can call it done. As we will look further on and you will, you will see how God's word is so secured in, in, in your life. If you will believe him. Luke 5. Luke 5. Thank you, Lord. 
Luke 5. I'll read from from verse 4. He says, When he has um, stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for, for a catch. Jesus... God met the, um, you know, fishermen and he borrowed their boat and ministered in it. And then when he finished ministering, he said to them, hey, go a little bit further and guess, you know, drop your nets. You're going to get some fish here. Well, Simon Peter, verse 5, he says, Simon Peter answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. (laughs) Isn't it wonderful? When we human beings had made all the effort in the world and come to nothing, we become, we, we, we are discouraged. We have no hope. But I want you to know, that God's promise is always secured. You see, G- Peter says, we have toiled all night and we have nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Verse 6, and when they had the, and when they have done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Verse 7. So they signed the they signed to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. Nevertheless, at thy word, if you had said, if you say I should drop my net, even though I have toiled all night and I have nothing, I have no reward. I have received nothing. And because you have said it, I will do it. And the scriptures goes on that they receive. They, I mean, their their network broken. They they call their 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 mates to come and help them. That it goes on to say the two ships that uh, boats were full. And then when Peter saw that, he says, "Depart from me. I'm a sinner." Peter repented. He saw the power of God. The word of God is secured. The word of God is sure. The word of God, you know, cannot change if you will not change. You see, the world in which we live in today is not secured at all. This world is full of trouble. You see, if we will, um, God's promise to us is, it's not trouble at all. I mean, God has not promised us a trouble-free life as believers. God's promise to us is not trouble. But he has not promised us a trouble-free life. 
In fact, this world is full of trouble. If we will obey the word of God, we will not be going through what we are going through now. If you, read, if you look in the scriptures, there are situations that you will wonder, how did, this, how did this work out? Well, it's because God has said something, it will happen exactly as he has said it will happen. I want to look in Genesis 37. Genesis 37. See, I want you to remember God's word, God's promise to you is secured. That means that no matter what happened, his word to you is secured. Let me just say, you are the only one that can stop his promise for you to happen in your life. You're the only one that can change it. You're the only one that can stop it. Nothing can stop what God has said he will do in your life. We have a man by the name of Joseph. And I'm going to read scriptures here. Genesis chapter 37, verse, I'll read from verse 3. It says, now Israel loved Joseph more than all his, ch his children because he was a, the son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic for, of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their, their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak um, peaceably to him. Joseph was a, a child, the last born, or, well, not the last born, but his brother, his father loved him more than all his other brothers. And the Bible says that his brothers hated him for that. And in verse 5, now Joseph had a dream, and he told his and he told to his brothers, and they hated him even more. Someone will say, well, you know, Joseph's problem was whatever God has said to him, he should have kept it to himself. Well, that's not the point. The point is, his brothers shouldn't be hating him just because his father loved him. Verse 6, he says, so he said to them, please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There we were, binding um, shelves and um, shelves in the field. Then behold, my shelf arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your shelves stood all around and bowed down to my shelf. Joseph's dream was that he, his, his brothers 
bowed. Basically, his brothers bowed to him. Verse 8. And his brother said to him, Shall we indeed, shall you indeed reign over us, or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dream and for his words. God, you see, we say it's a dream, but God was actually telling Joseph what was going to happen. In other words, that was God's promise for Joseph. God has said to Joseph, this is what is going to happen. You are, your, your brothers are going to bow to you. Well, his brothers hated him even the more. Oh, my Lord. Where do we get to a place where the things that God has said into our said to us, spoken into our life, we have what we so call some of us call enemy that try to hinder what God has said to us. Joseph's brothers hated him more because of the dream that he had. See, as I was re, you know studying this. And, and, and people have called this kind of character. Um, you know, um, the, people have called it that those that hinder your progress, enemies of progress. That Joseph is going to progress, but his brothers are against him. Well, I want to show you something different. His brothers hated him. Because his brothers hated him, they sold him. Let me, let, let me read Psalm 69. Psalm 69. Thank you, Lord. Verse 3 says, I'm weary with my crying, my throat is dry, my eyes fall whilst I wait for my God. Those who hate me without a cause, verse 4, sorry, those who hate me without, without a cause are more than are more than the hairs of my head. They are mighty who would destroy me, being my enemies, being my enemies wrongfully. Though I have stolen nothing, I, I still must restore it. Oh my God. Even though I have stolen nothing, I still must restore it. Verse 5. Oh God. You know my foolishness, and my sins are not hidden from you. Let not those who wait for you, O Lord, God of hosts, be ashamed because of me. Let not those who seek you 
be confounded because of me, O God of Israel. Verse 7, he says, Because for your sake I have borne reproach. Shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger in my, um, to my brothers and an alien to my mother's children. Because zeal, because zeal of zeal for your house has eaten me, has eaten me up, and the reproach of those who reproach you have fallen on me. When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting, then because my reproach that because of my reproach, I also made sackcloth my garment. I became a byword to them. We see here the hatred of people that rise up against the word of God in our life. In Matthew Chapter 10, verse 22. Matthew 10, 22. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my days. Matthew 10, 22. Matthew chapter 10 verse 22 and you will be hated by all by all for my name's sake but he who endures to the end will be saved you will be hated by all for my name's sake Jesus says but those that will endure to the end they are the ones that will be saved Thank you Lord there's something I missed here Psalm 69, the verse 4 says, Those who hate me without a cause are more than the, the hairs of my head. There are people that just hate you. But the Lord says that as much as they did to him, they will do it to us. The promise of God cannot be notified in your life just because somebody turned against you, just because somebody hates you. Matthew 10, what well, we just read there, um, John 15, John 15. Thank you, Lord. John chapter 15. I'll read from verse 18. If the world hates you, you know that it hates me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love it, would love its own. 
Yet because they because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Verse 20. Remember the word of the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. 21. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. I'm talking about the word of God that has been promised in your life and the enemy, those that bring hatred against you. Well, you know, don't be discouraged just because somebody rises up against you, just because somebody hates you. Jesus says, what they've done to me, they will do it to you. You have been called out of the world, but you're not in the world. In fact, you see, hatred to me is just a bicycle. It's only a transportation to get you to your destiny. The more people rise up against you, the more hatred comes uh, against you, the more you are being transported into your destiny, into the promise of God that God has uh, 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 that God has spoken in your life. You know, um, in 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 Genesis chapter thirty-seven, and and we're just looking at the life of Joseph, what God has said to him. Verse 11, Genesis 37, he says, verse 11. And his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. When Joseph revealed the dream that God has given him concerning his life, his brothers, number one, they hated him. Not only did they hate him, even the more, they then went on to envy him. If, if you are doing what God has asked you to do, if you're doing what God has told you to do, if you're walking in light of the word, you will have enemies. You People will, will hate you. People will envy you. That is a guarantee. James chapter 3. Let me take you. Thank you, Lord. James 3. It's not everyone that is going to agree with what God is asking you to do. It's not everyone that's going to agree with what God wants you to do in life. I'll read from vote 14. But if you have... But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. If you have 
Envy is not from God. It's earthly, it's sensual, and it's demonic. Envy is not of God. If people are envying you, you know that you are on the path, right path. You know you are doing something good for God. That's what happened to Joseph. Joseph dreamed, got his brothers to hate him and to envy him. In 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4, it says, Love simply does not envy. Let's read that scripture. Thank you, Lord. 1 Corinthians 13. It said, Now, and now above faith, hope, and... Where am I? 1 Corinthians 13. Verse 4. It says, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Full stop. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. But I want you to zero in this. Love does not envy. Joseph's brothers really didn't love him as they would not envy him. So, one of the transportation that Joseph was, the enemy actually gave to Joseph to transport him to his destiny, one of it was envy. And to me, envy is just a motorbike that God, you know, the enemy is going to give you to transport you to your destiny. Joseph, verse 18 of 37, um, Genesis 37, verse 18, he says, Now when they saw him afar off even before he came near them they conspired against him to kill him sometimes people will conspire against you people will plot against you people will you know conjure stories and, and try and, and make up things to try and, and bring you down It happened to Jesus. It happened to Jesus in Matthew chapter 12. Matthew 12. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He says, Matthew 12, verse 14, he says, Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. 
the brothers of Joseph plotted how they will get rid of him. They wanted to kill him. Then the, the Pharisees plotted how they're going to get rid of Jesus. Remember, Jesus says, what they have done to me, they will do it to you. As a child of God, you need to take these things in your strides. That these things will come your way. You will have opposition. But what God has said to you, his promise to your life is always secured. Joseph dreamed, was challenged in verse 20. Not only did they conspire against him, also his dream was challenged. Verse 20. He says, oh man, I need to go back to 37. Verse 20, he says that, Come therefore and let us now kill him and cast him into some pit. And we shall, and we shall say, some wild beasts have devoured him. We shall see what will come of his dream. Yes, you said you've had a dream. Okay, you've had a dream. But we will see what's going to happen about your dream. We're going to destroy you that the dream will never come to pass. There are people that will do everything they can to destroy the dream that God has given to you, to, 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 to destroy what God wants to do in your life, you will always, listen, I'm telling you, it's a guarantee. You will always have an opposition to fight against what God has told you to do. But I want you to know the same way that Joseph managed to get to his destiny, the same way you will also get into your destiny, the same way Jesus eventually got into his destiny is the same way that he has promised us we will get into our destiny. That is a guarantee. You're the only one that can stop what God wants to do in your life. People will challenge your dreams. Matthew 20, 20, Matthew 20, um, 27. Matthew 27. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 27, 39. Matthew 27, verse 39, it says, And those who passed by blasphemed him, wiggling their head, and saying, You who destroyed the temple and built it in three days, save yourself. If you are the son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priest, verse 41, likewise, the chief priest also mocking with the scribe and elders said, 
he save others himself, he cannot save. If he is the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now. If we, um, if he will save him, for he said, I am the son of God. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now. If he will save him, for he said, I am the son of God. And he goes on, even the robbers even mocked him. Jesus, the son of God on this earth, face people that challenge his dream, want to see what will become of his dream, challenge him, his word, that he is the son of God, they doubted. You see, Jesus' dream was challenged. Joseph's dream was challenged. Your dream will also be challenged. And when your dreams are challenged, notice Jesus did not defend himself. Joseph had no opportunity to defend himself. Likewise, you see, if you're trusting God, you do not defend yourself. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Keep on doing what God has called you to do. Keep on doing what God has entrusted in your hands to do. And leave the rest unto him. He knows everything. He sees everything. He's in charge of your situation. It gets worse before it gets better. The same way as Joseph. It got worse before it got better. So, you see, verse 24 in in Genesis chapter 37, verse 24. Then they took him and cast him into a pit. And the pit was empty. There was no water in it. So, you see, Joseph, his brothers hate him to the point that they conspired against him, they envied him, they conspired against him, they challenged his dreams, now they throw him into a pit. We know the story, eventually he comes out of the pit. And then in verse uh, verse 28, they um, they sell him into slavery. He was sold into slavery. Second Corinthians 11. Joseph is sold into slavery. Thank you, Lord. Second Corinthians 11. In, in the, you know, 
Joseph has completely been taken out of the world that he lived in, sold into slavery. Paul, Paul says, are you Hebrew? In verse 22, he says, are you Hebrew? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of, the, of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labor, more abundant. In, uh, in strive above measure. In prison, more frequently. In death, often. For the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rod. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night, a night and a day I have been in deep. I have been in the deep. In journey often, in peril of water, in peril of uh, robbers, in peril of my own countrymen, in peril of the Gentiles, in peril of the city, in peril of the wilderness, in peril of the sea, in peril among false brethren. In weariness and toil, in sleep, uh, um, sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness. The list continue and continue. I want you to know, thank you. I want you to know that Paul, the apostle, went through hell, if we may put it that way. But what God has said to him, when he met up with him, when Jesus met up with him on the road to Emmaus, that word has not changed, cannot change, will not change. And it is only the Apostle Paul that can change it. And for as long as he stood firm to that which God has said to him, he was always overcoming. Look at the obstacles. That came to him. All that came to him. He it did not shake his faith. Hallelujah. All that came to him. Did not move him at all. He was completely sold out. Hallelujah. He was completely sold out. For God. Nothing. 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 Nothing that the enemy will do in your life should be able to hinder the promise of God to you. Joseph, you know the story, I'm just picking a point, but you know the story that Joseph, after his dream, and he, his, his, you know, after his dream, his brother hated him. To me, that was his brother's, Attitude, his brother's actions towards him was the transportation that brought Joseph to his destiny. They hated him. I call it a bicycle. They envied him. That was his scooter, transportation. And then they, 
they, they, they conspired against him. That was his car. And then he had, they, they, they challenged his dream. That was his truck. And then they put him into, in a pit. That was helic, um, um, what do you call it? Um, the, the, thank you, Lord. I have it here. Um, thank you, Jesus. What's that? Um, helicopter. Yep. That was Joseph. It was helicopter that they used to drop him into the pit. They got him out again. Then they sold him to slavery. Well, that was um, a proper airline that took him from where he was into slavery. It was these things, these enemies of progress. They were not actually enemies of his progress. They were actually transportation to his destiny. I want to encourage you. Whatever God has said to you, the word of God that has been given to you, you hold on to that word. Continue to med meditate on that word. Continue to be fully persuaded of that word. And let all those that rise up against you, don't be discouraged because things are not going the way that God has said to you. Those, most of the time, are conveyors. Most of the time, are transportations to get you to your destiny. When people rise up against you, don't be discouraged. You'll be more encouraged and trust the Lord because nobody can change what God has said in your life. It will come to pass. The promise of God to you is secured. No amount of hatred, no amount of envy, no amount of conspiracy, no amount of dream that being challenged. There's no amount of pit that you will go in. There's no, even when you are saved, sold into slavery, God's word for your life will still be secured. I'm telling you, a lot of experience we have gone through. But God's word, God's promise to us is secured. And we are pressing on to what God has called us to do. Likewise, you, you can do the same. Let's bow down our hearts in prayer. Thank you, Father. As you listen to me today, maybe God has spoken a word to you and you had let go because of the challenges that you have faced. And you said, through no fault of mine, so why should I suffer like this? Well, I'm here to encourage you today. Joseph suffered. But what God has said to him eventually came to pass. 
everything that came to Joseph's life was part of Joseph being able to get to where God wanted him to be. We are going to go to, we're going to do part two of this message. So in your situation, do not be discouraged, but rather be encouraged. Be strong and stand upon the word of God that he has promised to you. And it will, shall come to pass for your good. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening. If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.